Hey, what's up? Welcome to Knucklehead Podcast. This is Neat Knucklehead Steven. Welcome, everybody. This is uh, this is actually going to be a great week. I'm excited about uh, the topic that we're talking about. One, because it sucks to talk about, but two, because I think everybody deals with it. So before we get into it, uh, we're going to do two things here. So first, uh, we are on Instagram at, uh, at Knucklehead, or excuse me, the Knucklehead Podcast. Uh, we're on, um, on Facebook at the Unofficial Knucklehead I got some logos and some stuff coming out, so I think y'all will uh, enjoy that. Obviously, we're on SoundCloud at Knucklehead Podcast, so uh, enjoy. Uh, download this one. Go review some of the past uh, several weeks. Um, this upcoming week also, just a, just a little bit of a precursor. I'll tell you what, man. This, this is going to be fun. We're actually having a, uh, another business owner here who's local to the area. Uh, very successful guy. Uh, comes from a military background. He was a Marine. And uh, he's going to be he's going to be talking about some of the mistakes that he made, and uh, and how whenever he examined them, how it actually helped him to, to peel away uh, what would be considered your uh, the shell or the filter. What we call it. I mean, this is a this is a filter free zone right here. So we're gonna we're gonna talk to you a little bit about um, ego today. We're gonna talk to you a little bit about what that ego, um, how you know it, it it didn't allow him to see what the what the issues were. And so he's going to be talking through some of that a little bit later on. So I'm excited about uh, having him on. Um, but um, let's let's dive right in, y'all. Let's dive right in. All right, ego. What is uh, what is ego? What is um, not necessarily what does it mean to you, but what is an ego? Everybody's dealt with difficult people through uh, throughout the course of their lifetime, and uh, in a lot of cases, the the source of friction between two individuals or the source of friction uh, that somebody outwardly communicates, um, typically actually uh, it, it, um, it actually alludes to the presence of an ego, the presence of an ego. Okay, so an ego, uh, I've heard it say, I, I saw a meme not too long ago that said that the ego is a little troll that lives beneath the bridge that connects your heart to your head, right? So it's, it's that it's that small little voice that's that's uh, that's really ugly in nature that that really just it 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 like it completely sabotages your ability to think critically and take constructive criticism and you know and I think and I'm and I agree with a lot of those those uh, those kind of funny uh, ways of describing it but I'd also take it one step further right ego in my opinion also fuels success. So your, your individual ego, the lengths in which you go to go prove something uh, works, when everything around you is showing that it doesn't, that's an ego, right? And so the success that you achieve at the end of whatever that goal is or what ended up, uh, the end of whatever journey that is, that's an individual's ego that's going to fuel that success, right? So if you're going to get in the car and you're going to drive somewhere, where you actually end up, you started at the beginning of whatever that journey was with the intent to get there, right? Now, sometimes things can sidetrack and you can really, you can really end up uh, going way off the grid with, uh, with your directions or have to restart the trip or whatever the case may be. Um, somebody with, a, with an unchecked ego, what will happen is they'll actually put other people in danger if they don't adequately measure some of those obstacles. Right? So as an individual ego, it fuels your success. But what it also does is it is responsible for 
Uh, it is responsible for a lot of failures, a lot of mistakes, a lot of issues. Uh, but it's also 100% responsible for a lot of stagnation. Okay, I'm going to give you an example, right? So um, we had a, I had a, a, a co-worker of mine uh, present a new plan. And this plan was, uh, she was a peer within the organization, but uh, it was really encroaching on what was my responsibility, right? It was, it was, it was something to the tune of, uh, of rewriting, of rewriting uh, what people were responsible for uh, as far as their comp and everything else. And uh, that's my responsibility. She way overstepped her bounds when, by even putting this together and putting this to market. However, was the response to try to attack the, the plan or was a proper response uh, whenever this plan was put forth by somebody other than me, even though it was my responsibility, uh, was the response, should it have been uh, met with thanks and humbleness and, uh, and working together with the project in order to have a solution? Well, that's not what I did. Uh, I got upset and it was, a, it, was a, it was a challenge. We had to work through some of those, uh, some of those obstacles. Uh, just because of communication and, and somebody's ego and all they were trying to do was trying to help, trying to trying to make things better than what they were. You know, when you have the status quo and you have somebody who's emotionally attached to that status quo and somebody else comes in with a solution to change that status quo to potentially improve it, whomever's emotionally attached to that, of course they're going to get their panties in a wad, right? And that was me. I got my panties in a wad. I had an ego about it. Um, so... I share that story with you, one, because um, anytime anybody else with ambition, uh, with drive, with communication skills comes in and they present something or they try to uh, move forward an agenda that didn't come from you, a lot of cases I, I, in today's society, what I've seen is some people will take credit from, for work that other people have done. And, uh, and that's, you know, there, there's, there's some truth to that because there's, there are team leaders and there's project leads. Uh, but specifically, what I found works the best is when people put their ego aside and they give credit where credit is due, even in some cases, if they were the ones responsible for it. Or excuse me, if they were the ones responsible for it. Okay, so what, what would that mean? Uh, you, you went and you established an account. You sold an account. You, you, uh, you established the foothold uh, as a sales uh, representative. Right, and you worked in tandem with somebody who was brand new to the sales team, and you helped them get some wins. Well, you let them take responsibility for it versus you, right? You let the company get the adulation, and you keep the cash, right? So you have the you have the ability to uh, to really make a a much or uh, what could be considered a small deal. You could make it a much bigger deal based off of your reaction and your. Uh, you know, just how much your ego is actually in check. If your ego is not in check, you're always going to want the credit. You're always going to want the attention. You're always going to want the cash. You're going to be the source of a lot of issues. You're going to be the source of a lot of tension. And I'll tell you what, ego can wreck things if you're not careful. So um, why is this important? Why is this important? Well, um, we're going to cover these three things at the tail end of what I'm about ready to talk about that I think will actually help just about every individual, what helped me specifically, and what helped a lot of other people. I'm gonna give you these three steps, okay? But first of all, uh, not one thing will ever go according to plan. And if it does, it won't stay that way for long, right? So you come, you start out on a project, you start out on, a, on an endeavor, you, you start out on a goal, on a journey. It's never gonna go according to plan 
for the entire time. It just won't do it. It just won't happen, right? Um, and what happens is, is when things start to go south or not according to plan, and you get that tight feeling like that, uh, almost like you want to protect, you get that defensiveness, well, you just said hello to your ego, right? Um, what ends up happening is, is if you don't properly keep that voice in check, if you properly don't keep a, a fresh perspective on where that tension or where that that uh, uh, that offshoot or that spinoff or that uh, that redirection is, is coming from, or or even if you start going down that redirection, if you're on a path, you, your ego will want to get it back on path, get it back on track. When in fact, you may not necessarily know that the, the path that it just turned down may be the path that you need to in order to hit profitability sooner in the process. But you don't know that unless you can actually adequately review the issues and challenges that led up to that derailment, right? Um, if you have a team, right? If you had a team and somebody else was in charge of, of a project that you were uh, essentially ultimately responsible for and somebody came up to you and they said, you know what? I messed up. Right, I, I screwed up and I need some help. What would your reaction be? If your reaction is I'm gonna step on that person when they're down, or let's say it was a let's say instead of you stepped on that person when they were down, you didn't totally empathize or ask them enough questions to examine what it is that was potential what that was wrong. In most cases, adequate leadership and adequate uh, managers would at least acknowledge that they made a mistake. But an actual leader or an actual person who takes ownership for that challenge, if somebody came up to you, essentially with their, you know, uh, with their, when their, their, you know, with their hands down, completely unguarded, being honest with you, letting you know, hey, listen, I, I have some challenges. I, I'm, 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 I'm stuck here. You would help, and if you would help. That gives you a perspective on what your ego is capable of if you allow it to benefit you, right? When I was talking about individual ego fuels success, if you uh, can squelch the, the getting credit for the success of that project and actually help that individual solve a problem, what you've done is you've reinforced a character trait that gives you the confidence and the ability to go answer that question again when that happens, because it will happen again when somebody else comes up to you. You've also sowed a really good seed that when you fail and you screw up and you go tell somebody who you're ultimately responsible or accountable to that you made a mistake, what happens is, is that it'll be reciprocated. Essentially, what comes around goes around there. Okay, that's uh, uh, I, I can speak to you from experience when it comes to that. Uh, some mentors in my life, actually. Uh, so before we get into that, it's a topic for another day. But let me let me tell you about this. Uh, have you ever ran into that guy or ran into this person where uh, they start telling you and they're rattling off, they're rattling off kind of their accolades or the things that they've done? Um, if you have an unchecked ego, what ends up happening is is the me monster. You go back and forth. The oh, well, you did okay. Well then, well this is what I did, and then you did, and then I did, and then we, and then you know you go back and forth. And there's a really really good YouTube video about the me monster on there. You should you should check it out. Uh, I'll I'll put a link in the in the YouTube. Uh, comment section here, but um, one thing that that works really, really well if you, if you can use some humor, some sarcasm, or some some self-deprecating comments to a certain extent. Like if you've ever ran into a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt, uh, they have no ego. But what's awesome about it is you can kind of mess with them a little bit by saying, you know what, the step uh, right before a white belt—that's kind of where I am. And and what you're doing is you just admit, hey, listen, I. 
I'm not special. I think it's cool what you're doing, and and I appreciate the work that it takes in order to achieve that level of success. But you let your the, all the things that you want to get defensive and and you know edgy about, you can kind of calm that down, and you can kind of stroke that person's ego and let them know just how you know just how much you admire the work ethic that they put into their goals, right? Um, I had a, a sergeant major a long time ago said that you know he said, listen, what happens is is, is guys. What we do is we end up, and we actually end up sizing people up. We say, you know what, there's another man in here, so I'm going to size them up when I meet them, or I'm going to size up the challenge, and and the based off of that that the scale of that challenge or that that man, if you can overcome that, then that's the measure of who you are. That's kind of true, but what I figured what what works best is knowing that listen, the skills that you develop over time can give you the ability to try to overcome an insurmountable challenge or to overcome a certain uh, individual, if, if you will, if, you're, if your role calls for that. Um, an example, well, I, uh, you know, I know some people that, you know, they built a father-son type relationship business where the father was immensely successful. They, they were one of the most prominent figures in that industry just based off of their work ethic alone. And the son, you know, they're, they're, the, the family is able to enjoy the success of whatever that father was able to produce. Uh, and so there was an undeserved amount of success that the children are able to experience when that happens. Now, as a father, I want my children to be able to have, to participate in that, in that success that we've been able to earn in our lifetime, right? Does that mean that they're not going to work? No. That means that they're, they're going to work. They're going to know what mommy and daddy had to do in order to get the success that we've had. Uh, I don't know if that's exactly what happened here, but what ends up happening is as things change, as economies change, as technology changes, as things grow and, and move on to the next level or the next iteration, that, that, that son, he wanted, to, he wanted to you know do more than what his dad did, so to speak, right? Well, guess what daddy had? If you thought ego, then you were right. Guess what son had? If you thought ego, you, you've been you're good at guessing. Um, so those are the two things that completely just just almost destroyed this particular uh, business. And I and I'm not saying that that uh, uh, you know time will tell, right? But I think that until that particular issue between the father and the son, unless they can squelch those issues and those challenges, you're always going to have issues, right? So these are the three things, okay? If you're taking notes right now, or if you want to go back to it, send me a message, comment here below, let me know. Uh, here's what's going to happen. Own your mistake. One, own the mistake. Are you responsible for it? No. That's besides the point. Own the mistake. Uh, we ran a business for a period of time. Your ego says, regardless of whether things are succeeding, regardless of the status of where things are, my ego, I can figure this out, except that it wasn't being figured out. So you have to own the mistake. I remember sitting down and telling, telling my wife, look, I'm done. Can't do this. Not going to be able to do this anymore. Okay? It's too much of a sacrifice, too much of an issue for, for us as a family to overcome this. And there's other vehicles, there's other things that we can do. If we continue to work on our communication, if we continue to just overcome and work together, we're going to be able to achieve the levels of success that we want we're not going to have to, anybody have to hold our hands for it, right? But gosh, for years, you know, my ego got in the way when it came to that. What that does when you own the mistake is you start to diffuse the tension and you start to actually do the second thing when you recognize where your perspective was off. 
you recognize and you can pinpoint where the issues were. So first thing, you own the mistake, starts to relieve the tension. Second thing, it gives you a perspective that doesn't exist until you do the first thing. So own it. Recognize where the issues were after you analyze it. Third thing, you implement that change. You implement a change. Okay, And what that change means is most likely something different. Maybe a different industry, maybe a different vehicle. The framework may be similar, but you still need to change something when those challenges and those issues come up. Right? You ask for help, and if you ask for help, then you need to give feedback to that person and show them the action steps that you've taken in order to make that change. Because what ends up happening is, is that framework, you can own the mistake, you can recognize when your perspective is off, but if you don't ask for change, or if you do ask for change, but you don't implement that change, the next time there's an issue, and again, remember point one, not everything goes to plan, according to plan, and if it does, it doesn't stay that way for long, <clears throat> that person won't help you again, ever. Because they don't believe that you're going to be actually changing. All right. So these are a few things that uh, that I wanted to share with you. Uh, love y'all. This is awesome. We're gonna have uh, we're gonna have a cool thing. There's a couple cool things happening in the next coming weeks. Uh, got some interviews coming up with some really good people. Uh, they've got some great solutions, products, services. Uh, y'all go support them. Do your thing. Uh, we just really just want to get this message out there. Let you know that listen, you don't have to participate in the world of filters. You don't have to if you don't want to. Uh, continue to just be, I guess, guilty from your your previous mistakes. You can learn from your mistakes. You can admit your, uh, that, that you've made mistakes in the past, and you can continue to move forward and be the best person that you can be, right? It's going to take some work. It's going to take some, you know, swallowing your pride and making sure that uh, that whatever change you bring to the table, that, that you know uh, that you know that you're capable of, of more than what you're currently doing, all right? So, Anyway, we're on SoundCloud, uh, Knucklehead Podcast, Facebook, Unofficial Knucklehead, uh, Instagram, we are uh, uh, Knucklehead Podcast there as well. So uh, we are also on Twitter at uh, PodKnuckle. Uh, yeah, it's uh, at PodKnuckle. So uh, tweet us, uh, like us, uh, love us on Instagram, and then obviously listen to us and down, uh, download and, and subscribe on SoundCloud. So love y'all. See ya. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you. We'll talk to you soon. See ya.